0: RPG Fantasy and Art Lovers. Do you love High Fantasy and the amazing art that goes along with it? Well, we have your source for amazing t-shirts, sketchbooks, and bookmarks, all done by a pop culture architect Talon
1: Dunning. Take a look at his store at etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash the fantastic gallery. Talon
0: has his great work there for great prices. If you like fighters, wizards, paladins even game masters he's got the shirt for you to show your love of all of your characters go ahead and take a look at his store the fantastic gallery and grab a piece of art today the fantastic gallery
1: at etsy.com g'day loyal listeners and welcome back to another achieving reality the podcast this week, Chris stumps Larry again with Wilfred Grimley. The boys eat Cracker Jacks. Eh, not a fan. They figure out Larry's personality through cuss words. Yeah, it's not safe for work. Also, they discuss the Cobra soundtrack and Larry's obsession with mislabeled or mispacked action figures. Eh, neat. So, sit back and grab a seat. hmm. Eh. Sit back grab a seat, London, Sit back grab a soda and a sandwich and enjoy this. That's the podcast. See you at the end. Hi, Larry. Hi, Chris. What you got there?
0: What do I got here? I got a notebook. I have a phone. I have a pen. I have a coffee mug. a coaster. Any coffee? No, there's no coffee in it. Well, you better refill it. No, I've had enough for today. No, no, you never had enough. No, yeah. Uh, I have a couple of... Uh, Couple of Star Wars items. Mmm, Star Wars items. Mmm, Star Wars items. They're misboxed though. The first one is I don't know. It's this new thing that they're doing. It's called the Black Series.
2: Yeah, I've seen it in Toys R Us or something. Yeah, no, Walmart. Or yeah, Target they're, they're or all, all over. the hell it was. They're, they're in anywhere that sells. I haven't been in a Toys R Us in like 20 years. I guess it wasn't probably Target. Yeah, but they're all over. Uh, this because is all the characters are dressed in black. <laughs>
0: Uh, Love the R2D2. Actually, they have the the black series with Job of the Hut is a big one, and uh, that's the one I really want.
2: Life size.
0: Oh well, no. Dress all in black. Just like, Is this is this slimming? Not for you. Oh. Well Oh, comparatively. <laughs> so this is Luke Skywalker from Return of the Jedi, in his all black ensemble, with his black hand, which is turned over in a very painful manner his right hand and it really looks like if that wasn't the fake one that would really hurt or had hurt and now he's just on painkillers because he looks kind of gassy in the in the sculpt (laughs) oh it is in the number zero one sand trooper box yeah that's
2: right even has a little yes it has it even even, up there
0: well yeah well yeah it even has a little sand trooper or you know uh it uh, has yes. a recycling symbol uh, Thank you, Marissa sure, no So you're supposed to recycle that <laughs> Yes, so uh, on the back It's got a little picture It shows the Sand Troopers doing that first scene mm-hmm. These are not the droids you're looking for don't yeah, no, they are <laughs> And uh, it says Sand Troopers search Tatooine For R2-D2 and C-3PO Who escape from a rebel ship With the plans to the Death Star the trooper encounters the two droids in Moss Eisley, but a Jedi mind trick fools them into letting the droids go. And it says, quote, these aren't the droids you're, we're looking for, end quote. And it says some poses may require additional support, and blah, blah, blah. It's got the Disney logo, because Disney owns Star Wars. You got the Hasbro logo, because Hasbro puts out the stuff for Disney, and it has almost the entire time, except for a little while, it was Mattel.
2: And then that Kenner?
0: But yeah, it was Kenner too, yeah.
2: But didn't Kenner
0: get bought by somebody? They did, and Mattel got bought by Hasbro. So it's actually Hasbro, Mattel, Hasbro, Hasbro, Mattel. But, all that aside, uh, it's made in Chine, like everything else. And they're out of Pawtucket, Rhode Island, Hasbro. That's
2: so where they make that beer.
0: Yeah, and it's freaking sweet, too. Yeah. So that's my first one, a little, little
1: remess. little
0: Jedi undercover as a Sandtrooper. Yeah, who's not undercover at all. <laughs> I mean, it's it's Luke and his Return of the Jedi ensemble. Wow, they actually have a lot of articulation points on this, I didn't realize. The wrists, the elbows, the shoulders, the, the head on the neck does up-down, left-right turns, the waist of course, the, the, uh, the hip joints, and then in the thigh, where if you turned your leg here, your leg would just break off. <laughs> They have joints there. They have the ankles, which look like they have ball joints in them. The knees have joints in them. Wow, there's a lot of articulation in And The
2: Black Series is supposed to be like yeah, it's the, the Cadillac action figures.
0: Yeah. But I'm, I'm surprised. Oh, yeah. And then one other thing. They have a, a removable chest piece. So as he's wearing it, it looks like he's wearing the uh, the marching band outfit buttoned all the way up. And the removable chest piece has it so it looks like he's got part of the flap down.
2: <laughs> what they used to do in the Star Trek movies. Yeah. so Kirk would always, Kirk always take the button, one button off the top of his tunic. Yeah. And... When he was in dress uniform. So there
0: you go. So that's that one. And then the other one is a Obi-Juan Kenobi. It's his Mexican cousin. And it's uh, two Jawas. I don't know why I'm holding this here. It's not like people can actually see it. See that? See that? Uh, uh, Ooh, it's dusty. No, and I have text. And uh, yeah, so it's two Jawas with their uh, Ion guns and uh, blank eye stares. And uh, it's actually a pretty heavy piece. But it says Tatooine Encounter Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's also by Hasbro. So that's
2: just a label. This is part of the Obi-Wan Encounter. This is what he encounters.
0: No, it has his name written there. And then on the side, it shows a picture of Obi-Wan Kenobi with his blue lightsaber and everything and looking all grumpy and says Obi-Wan Kenobi. And then on the back, it shows you the other figures you could buy. And look, it's the Jawa Tatooine Scavenger's one. And the Luke Skywalker Jedi Knight one with, oh, that's an actual cloth cape too. And then they have the Grinden from Moss Eisley Cantina, the one that tells on them. Yeah,
2: that they never actually encounter. Yeah, which doesn't make any sense. He just... Meow, meow, meow. Yeah, he has no interaction with the main characters whatsoever. No, except for except
0: for telling on them. Uh, let's see. I'm not really sure how he knew to tell on them, though. I guess Jabba set him there, because he was supposed to be there originally. As as we saw in the redo, but uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi... Uh, Once a formidable uh, Mexican Jedi Knight before the fall of the Republic, uh, Obi Wan Kenobi now lives in hiding on the planet Tatooine, where he is known as Ben Kenobi, an eccentric old man. Great alias. Yeah, I know. Wow. Obi (laughs) Wan. Obi Wan, who (laughs) lives alone (laughs) and keeps to himself, he is brought out of the closet of his hermetic isolation. When he meets Luke and begins to teach him
2: dirty things that people shouldn't know. And the vanished way of the Jedi. Uh, Luke. Well, you think about it, it's like, oh, no one will ever think to look for Luke on Tatooine. No one would ever think to look for a Skywalker here. Yeah. With Luke and the droids. Maybe he's thinking like, you know, the last place in this galaxy that Anakin Skywalker is going to go to is Tatooine. It's <laughs> the last place in the galaxy. Well, it kind of would be because and he 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 was never really close to his uncle
0: yeah and he had really bad memories of that place so old Ben Kenobi embarks on a mission to save the life of Princess Leia Organa solo she gets married later and takes part Skywalker (laughs) Skywalker solo Skywalker Organa solo Uh, and takes part in the ongoing struggle to save the galaxy from darkness and Obama I mean oppression (laughs) so uh,
2: so there you go
1: Goes
2: along with Stop Obama. Palpatine care. <laughs> I got this medical condition. We don't care. <laughs> no, you don't. Never mind.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, oh, I feel much better. I, I feel good already. So, I like every once in a while, I don't really hunt them down because if I really wanted to hunt them down, I just go on eBay. But I, every once in a while, when I find in the store the mispackaged or the mislabeled, I, I gotta pick it up. And I found this, the the uh, Obi-Wan, in a Toys R Us. Uh, and I've had this long as long yeah. as we've lived here, at least. so. But right you, got, you got years. two Obi-Wans for the first. I got, I got is two. This, is they, they're wearing the same outfit. It, but they have different bandoliers on.
2: No, I mean, they're wearing the same outfit as Obi-Wan.
0: Kind of. But his is cloth, and theirs is molded into their skin. How? <laughs> so, uh, which means they cheaped out on the Jawas. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so there you go, man. This one was cheaping out on the Jawas. Well, you know, they're Jawas.
1: And the other one came from Walgreens.
0: And the other one came from Walgreens just a couple of days ago. The Luke Skywalker in a Sand Drooper uh, box. Now, I just need to get...
2: Now, is there going to be, like, any increase in value? I don't know. I'm going to have to look it up. I haven't really looked. I mean, like, you get a misprinted coin or something... People like go nuts over it. Oh, it's a
0: misprint. Yeah, if you get a misprinted dollar, people lose their shit. Which I've had several misprinted dollars over the decades. And I always turn them back in and they give me another dollar. Because that's all they're really worth.
2: Mm One of those double stamped coins. I've had that.
0: I used to play, I used to go again. I had one that was two two heads. Or it was two tails. And I used to heads or tails people for, for stuff. You can
2: get those at Eddie's trick shop. Yeah, but this
0: was a real pressed coin. So it was pretty
2: funny. You used to have a, have a quarter. It was mispressed. It had a moose on it instead of an eagle. A moose on it instead of an eagle? Moose? Yeah, got it out of a soda machine. Oh,
0: I don't think that was mispressed. I think it was not one of ours.
2: No, no, because it worked in a soda machine. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you it had, be had to be legit. Oh,
0: yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to look that up. but... Uh, every once in a while when I run across it, I usually one of try... you those beaver nickels. <laughs> That's dirty.
2: That's no, only when you say it is.
0: <laughs> but uh, whenever I run across it, I like to pick up the weird stuff. So, there you go. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was weird. <laughs> I've had others in the past, but I don't remember... Oh, except for that one Wolverine that was packed. It was a Wolverine box. Inside the, the plastic bubble was uh, uh, Mystique. Or as you put it, no, just right then it was Mystique. Because later it might be something, it might be Wolverine again. a Nightcrawler later. It might not be, well, that'd still be wrong. <laughs> so. Well, she can't read the label. Why not? She's doing
2: the best she can.
0: She can see the packaging all around her. It has pictures of him cutting things. And... Yeah, but it's all
2: blurry because she's looking through the packaging at it. <laughs> she's got those tiny eyes. No, so. Yay! Cue Muppet! I don't have Muppets.
0: Well, cue them anyways.
2: Hi hey, Larry.
1: Hi Ryan Hi hey, yeah?
0: <laughs> Cue music.
2: Not yet. Yeah. So uh we do this every so often. Our guest the artist. Do this guess the artist. This one should be an easy one. Okay. One of your favorites. Oh, crap. Star Trek? No.
1: Oh. Frank Sinatra?
0: No. Nope. Jimmy Durante? Better.
2: <laughs> Long intro.
1: Apparently. So easy being green. Having to spend each day the color of the leaves.
0: When I think it might be nicer being red
1: or yellow or gold or something much more colorful like that.
0: Okay, it's not William.
1: It's not so easy. It seems you blend in with so many other ordinary...
0: And it's not Kermit. I already trying to figure that one out. Yeah.
1: And people tend to pass you over cause you're not standing out like flashy sparkles on the water
0: or the stars in the sky. Wilford Brimley? Yes. Oh my god. But green is the color of spring.
2: But he's not mentioning diabetes. And
0: green...
2: <laughs> And he ain't talking like this. Cool
0: and friendly like.
2: Well who would buy an album like that?
0: A green can be I big would. like a mountain. Yeah. Ocean. <laughs> Mostly. That is Wilford Brimley. I, well, that's what I just said. Wilford Brunley, too, that's what I'm my death. Ladies and gentlemen, diabetes. Is this more Wilford? Yeah. He's got a lot of long intros to his stuff, doesn't he? My
1: funny Valentine. Sweet comic Valentine.
0: You know all I'm picturing is a giant mustache, right?
1: You make
0: me smile with my heart. Basically Yosemite Sam singing like this. Your looks are laughable. He's got a decent voice, honestly.
1: Mm-hmm. Unphonographable. <sighs> okay. Yet you're my
0: friend favorite when oh, favorite. Favorite. <laughs> Yeah. Right as he as he goes crescendo, you <laughs>
2: Right as my hair <laughs> No, I thought you would enjoy that. He actually sounds pretty good. I'm, I'm amazed. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. There's a lot of the times <clears throat> it doesn't. <laughs> you seem to like the uh, Burt Reynolds, too. Burt had a really good voice. I was amazed by
0: Burt. And we all know what Klaus feels about him, so... Who is this? Klaus uh, was threatening to show up for this show.
2: So. I know. I, I ran him off the road on the way here. Yeah, did you? Yeah, because I'm in the new car, so he didn't recognize me.
0: Oh, you're in the the, the Honda? Yeah,
2: so zoo, the elements. Zoomy horse, golden yellow. Been right over the overpass. It's great. <laughs> Aye. <laughs> so yeah, class is not showing up for this one. Yeah, you never know. Oh, I know. <laughs> Even if he did, I'd cut him out. So.
0: Ah, oh, that's not very nice of you.
2: I just beat what sixty minutes. So, ooh, I love you. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs>
0: Stop, stop touching me close you betcha
1: you betcha, <laughs> you betcha? <laughs> what is he
0: he's, is he Canadian now or uh his tagline you betcha don't you listen to the show I don't hear him say that very often listen more I want to go through my books and see the scripts that I've written for him I don't think I've ever written a you well, betcha he doesn't
2: say it because it's in the script
0: he just says it because it's uh, all it says uh, uh, you betcha yeah <laughs> Okay, I like that. I don't want an album, but it was it was good.
2: That is hard to find. I bet. I had to go through eBay to get that
0: one. Oh, that hurt.
2: Mm, it could have been worse. I paid to pay like fourteen dollars worth. Oh
1: gee. That's ridiculous.
2: Not really. C D and shipping, that's not bad.
1: Oh, well I guess not.
2: I paid more for the high karate. <laughs> True. Yeah, but we
0: got a lot of we've gotten a lot of use out of that so <laughs> Bor Well
2: that didn't come from the that
0: didn't come from that. I know, but it's still like well, You Yeah for free on the internet. <laughs> well see, you got your money's word. And
1: more.
2: <laughs> uh Faldon But hey there's multiple Wilford Grimley albums that was the only one I could find. There's multiples? Yeah. Yeah. Why did he become an actor then? I think he became an actor first. Becoming an actor then. Allows you to follow other pursuits. Like diabetes. Rare Wilford Brimley. Wilford? Wilford Brimley. I'm Old Fashioned Vinyl Record. Ooh. You can get that album on vinyl. You can listen to Being Green on vinyl. For eleven ninety-six or Best Offer. It's not easy, Being Green. Which is the one we just sampled. Only Which is kind of interesting. It's got the movies. picture of him... Out by the lake on the
1: front. Literally, I'm, a, I'm old.
2: And on the back they have a picture of a jukebox and a cup of coffee. Okay. Well, guess what? What? That's all the Wolfer... Oh, there's, there's ten pages of Wolfer Brewing merchandise. Holy mackerel. Most of them like autographed scripts with the uh, thing. Copies of Cocoon.
0: Ugh. I walked out of... I have to find this. They must be gods or something like that. I guess I just did. And into uh, Cocoon. Because, no, The Gods Must Be Crazy, that's what it was called. Oh, yeah. Uh, I walked out of that movie into Cocoon because The Gods Must Be Crazy was so bad.
2: It's not bad. This is not a movie for kids.
0: My parents didn't like it either.
2: Your your parents are your parents. (laughs) Yeah. Wilford Brimley and the Jeff Hamilton trio. Wilfred
0: Brimley and the Diabetes Quattro.
2: They do ain't she sweet on here?
0: Ain't she sweet? I like to lick her feet. I'm into freaky kinky sex. Call Klaus now.
2: <laughs> Looks like it's another album of standards. Only six ninety nine plus two ninety nine shipping. Oh, there you go. Maybe we'll do that next week set of three Wilford Brimley pins, buttons, badges. Pins or pens? Pins.
0: As in scribbly things? No, as in things you wear on your vest. Pins. Yeah, pins. 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 Not pens.
2: One says diabetes.
1: (laughs) He really does! I "I gotta have that!
2: One says eat your damn oatmeal. Eat your damn oatmeal. And the other one, he's disappointed. And he's younger. Yes. It's a set of three for $2.99. <laughs> Free shipping. Oh, there you go. <coughs> There's more than ten available. So, yeah, look it up on eBay. You can get you a set of Wilford Brimley pins. Yay, and Wilford Brimley pins. And another copy of the Jeff Hamilton album. So, you give it a thumbs up then? I I,
0: I give it a, yeah. a, a, a thumbs up and...
2: A shot of insulin. There's also a copy of uh, I'm Old Fashioned on audio cassette tape. Oh, can you get it on 8-track? I don't think it came out at that point in time. I think it's a more recent album. (laughs) What? (laughs) Okay, I gotta click on this. Oh, no. I'm gonna gonna do some research on this. I'll have to cover it in a future episode. Wilfred Brimley battle? For well, the NES. For
0: the NES, $50. Is it real? Can't be. It's got to be like Mike
2: Tyson's punch out. Just like you've got the... Uh, it's not real because I can tell by the photoshopping it's not real. Yeah. But somebody's selling it. Is it because people will buy There's anything? are three available. Well, then it's got to be real. Game is in overall excellent condition. Works perfectly. Free shipping. Yeah, you're paying $50
0: for it. Damn right it's free shipping.
2: Now I gotta research this, I gotta find out what it's about.
0: i telling you, it's like Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, then someone just... It's Wilford Kong. Just, just some... Weed, yeah, it's Wilford Kong. Someone just redid it.
2: A complete playthrough of Wilford Brimley Battle, a ROM hack for River City Ransom. Played on a modified RCR cart to play on my NES console. Okay, so it's a hack somebody made to another game. City ransom. Somebody has done it. So, there's your little Wilford Brimley. Using your various weapons was that a chain? A chain or a belt?
0: A wooden spoon full of oatmeal.
2: It was two-player? Willa and Willie. It's okay. So this is your side-scroller NES game. And they just modified the character to look like Wilford Brimley. Ish. Ish. I'm already falling asleep. Sorry. <laughs> so you
0: want to cue music? Cue Wilfred Brimley battle music. No. I am. Go ahead. Look at your phone. Now, I'm downloading la- that thing for Larry. Oh. Hey! Cracker Jacks! I used to get these by the ton as a kid. My grandfather sold Cracker Jacks. So I got the big boxes with the big toy in them back when I was a kid. Yeah, the, <laughs> the,
2: the boxes appear to be smaller.
0: Yes, they're they're even smaller than they
2: were when we were young, so. I actually got these from Cost Plus World Market. Really? Big surprise. Available at most stores. Not Cracker Barrel. This came in a three-pack. Loosely taped together. (laughs) Literally, look at that. Yeah. Ah, Okay, like... (laughs) uh, There we go.
0: (laughs) Carnal-coated popcorn and peanuts.
2: Do we want Open two of them, see what prizes we get. If you want. If the of us here, we can do them on three. But she's not. No, she's out visiting her mother. She's out visiting her
0: mother. And now, the fun inside can carry over to your smartphone. Oh, Lord. The snack America has loved for over 120 years. <clears throat> want to hear something nuts? <laughs> it's Prize Inside. Prize Inside. Three-pack, the original Cracker Jack. Three boxes, one ounce each. Popcorn enlarged to show texture. Ew. <laughs> totally. Serving size one package. Servings three.
2: Oh, three in a three pack.
0: Yeah. Amount per serving: calories 120. Fat calories 15. Total fat 2%. I mean, two grams. Uh, saturated fat nothing. Trans fat nothing. Cholesterol nothing. Sodium 948 milligrams. Kidding, 70. Total carbs uh 23 grams, fiber one, sugars fifteen, protein two, vitamin A, nothing, vitamin C nothing, calcium nothing, iron four percent. Ingredients sugar, corn syrup, popcorn, penis, molasses, salt, corn and or soybean oil, and soy less Enterprise. In a prize. then uh, a prize. contains peanut and soy ingredients. For your allergy information just in, just in case you just didn't. in case you didn't realize that
2: Cracker Jack had you know peanuts in it even though it's on the cover manufactured for Frito-Lay Incorporated this is our website at frito
0: wasn't Cracker Jack's its own company though for a long time
2: um, just like everything else have questions or comments? One 352 4477 Weekdays nine to four thirty p.m. Central. We need to make sure we eat these before September twenty second, though. Are we
0: gonna be recording that long? I don't. Know. <laughs> I don't know. It's just that's when they go bad. What are you doing? Push and tear off top. You're not even doing it properly.
2: Be that way. Oh! W- See, so you screwed it up. Look at that.
0: No, I didn't. I was doing it right. No, you weren't. There's a bag inside now.
2: Oh. It's just like the uh, Pop Rocks bag.
0: Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So, let's see. i oh, will pick my nose for a second. Oh, yummy. <laughs> I got the prize. Oh. S- surprise inside. do the food first. Oh, okay. The prize is the last thing. Well, you can do the food, and I'll do the prize.
2: Prize. Prize. Paper. Yeah. It's paper. Oh!
0: All over the carpet. Fuck. Wow, it tastes just like I remember it
2: tasting last year. And <laughs> the year before, and the year before, the year before. Can you still get these at baseball games? Yep. Big box. Mm. What kind of prizes in it? Something like this. This doesn't strike me as a prize. This strikes me as a coupon.
0: Their prizes have uh, gone downhill over the last forty years. Imagine that.
2: All right. So lift and peel right to open.
0: Yes. Yeah, so lift and peel right. New York Yankees have won the have won twenty seven World champions, the most of any major league team in baseball. I got a sticker for the New York Mace. Mm. I
2: hate the Yankees. Oh. And I got a Cubs sticker. Oh, another. I don't say jack shit about the Cubs.
0: Yeah, it, it's, it's underneath the sticker.
2: Oh. The Cubs play in Chicago. Yeah. The Cubs became the first team to win back-to-back World Series titles when they beat Detroit on October 14, 1908. That was the last time they won, too. Yep. Yay! So I got a Cubs sticker. That's my prize. Useless crappy
0: information about two sucky teams.
2: There's like a fit outside. I'll stick this on. No! Along with the one you got. No, that was something that I stuck that to my box. <laughs> so now you're eating Yankees brand Cracker Jack.
0: Yep. And in a minute, I'm going to have Cubs Yankee brand Cracker Jacks.
2: And you'll stick the Cubs sticker over the Yankees sticker.
0: <laughs> I do like Cracker Jack. I like Cracker Jack. I think I just got an unpopped kernel, though.
2: Congratulations. <laughs> you found the prize. That's the real prize. Yeah, I'm really disappointed with the prize. Yeah, they got one with a sticker and I got a bazooka Joe. When uh, I remember
0: when we were young, if you got the big box, they still had cars and stuff in it. They were little plastic things, but they were still cars. I remember you get
2: little things like little plastic doggies with magnets on them. Yeah, could, and
0: then you could get you would get rings and and uh I once' Swedish fish? The little plasticky one that bends up if you're lying or some kind of crap like that. And you got, you know, you got stuff that was worthwhile. Ish. (laughs) Well, to a kid. Now, these aren't even worthwhile to kids. Oh, a Yankee sticker to go with the other 9,000 I bought the other day for a dollar.
2: You mean I gotta peel this off and stick it on something myself? Oh,
0: it's like a stamp. Who uses those anymore?
2: It's like wallpaper
0: for my phone, but not. (laughs) (laughs) So, the prize sucks,
2: but uh, cracker jacks are good. Now, that might be a indicative of these small boxes that come in the three-pack. No.
0: The bigger boxes may have... Mo- well, no. The ones that you get at the game, the price is basically the same. The prize costs nothing. In fact, you're probably paying more for the prize than you are for the shit that's in the thing. I mean, it's just popcorn,
2: for God's sakes. Cracker Jack is better than ever. As always, delicious caramel-coated popcorn is packed with... Tasty nuts, and there's a cool prize inside. No, there's not.
1: Why? Why?
2: And now the fun inside can carry over to your smartphone. I already said that. But does it doesn't say how.
0: That's true. Oh, yes, it does. You can download fun, authentic Cracker Jack prizes to your smartphone at CrackerJackApp.com.
2: You going to load that on your phone? No. No, come on. Go come ahead. On, come on, well, it, we didn't get a code or anything to download Just anything. CrackerJackApp.com. Well, go for it. Sure. Then you can have a Yankee sticker for your phone.
1: <laughs> Yay!
2: <laughs> well that's probably just gonna carry it over to your smartphone if you just stuck into it.
0: <laughs> yeah I mean I gotta I, I cut a case for it. Put it right over the camera. <laughs> Bloop. Actually it would fit right over the camera.
2: <laughs> yeah they're not large stickers.
0: No they're very small. They're literally they're they're the same size as a postage stamp. Well that was good. I like Cracker Jack. Like I said, my grandfather, I don't know if I told the whole story before, but my grandfather, my father's father, sold candy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's one of the reasons why I don't like Smarties. Grandpa Fuzzy No, not Grandpa Grandpa Bernard Greenstein. We didn't call him that, though. That'd be just weird. Hey, Grandpa Bernard Greenstein. Bernie Botts? <laughs> Bernie Botts. Bernie Botts, New York flavored beans. Mmm, smoke. Mmm, <laughs> fedora. Mmm, <laughs> Hasidic Jew. Mmm, homeless man. <laughs> 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 homeless man. <laughs> mm, Times Square. <laughs> mm, homeless man. <laughs> I used to get these things when he when I would go down there, or when they still lived in New York, and I go up, I'd get the big boxes. Like the industrial box. <laughs> the industrial and straight. it's like it's like ten, 10 or twelve of these one ounces. I mean it was, it was huge. So ten ounces. No, was, well, no, I think it was like a pound. It was a pound. So I always got really killer pli... prizes? Pl- I always got killer plizes out of it. And then... That's uh, It's like a prize, but better.
1: Yeah.
0: And, it's like a prize, but made overseas. <laughs> <laughs> made
1: overseas.
0: No, everything was made in America at that time. And they were gladly printed it on the sticker thing. You don't think these American baseball stickers were printed in America? No, I, I actually don't. I think they're probably H.O. in Mexico. And that's only because I can't say "Made in China" in Mandarin.
2: I mean, I see tons of Cracker Jack. It was manufactured for Frito-Lay. to Doesn't say by
0: whom. Maybe it's by the Cracker Jack Company still. Then. Okay. So
2: good enough. You'll yeah. buy it again.
0: Uh, probably next time I go to a baseball game. But I gotta go either watch the Braves play the Yankees or the Cubs. Apparently. <laughs> Cue, take me out to the ballgame. I don't have that. <laughs> Cue music?
2: Alright. What you got for me, Larry?
0: I've got another Larry... Boy, let me try that again. What you got for me, Larry? I've got another uh, uh, Larry Does... Quiz Internet thing.
2: Oh, boy. <laughs> Make it sound so exciting that way. Larry <laughs> Do Internet Quiz Thing.
0: <laughs> Yay! here. Larry Do Quiz. So this is... Uh, Larry this... Eat World. <laughs> <laughs> Can we determine your personality from your favorite cuss word?
2: Like on the side of the actor studio.
0: Yes. Uh, except I don't have 800,000 questions asked, to be asked. And it says, fucking right, we can. Obviously, not safe for work language. So, what's a... Where you work. Yes. Uh, What's a totally underrated swear phrase? Ass hat, jizz monkey, dick bag, thunder cunt. (laughs) I like that one. Ass badger? And then shit ass. Okay, well, I'm going to cut shit ass off completely, because that just sounds ridiculously (laughs) stupid.
2: I've heard it used before, but...
0: I uh, I've heard it's... dick bag a few times. I've heard jizz monkey, asshat's used a lot. Uh, I like thunder cunt. I've never heard ass badger.
2: That was a cartoon when I was
0: a kid.
1: Thunder cunt, thunder, thunder, thunder cunt. Hello. Hello. <laughs> thunder, 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 thunder cunt.
0: Okay, I'm going with that one just because it's good and it's funny, and I might actually add it to my lexicon. <laughs> Uh, which language is the best to curse in? Oh, there's only one. Spanish, Arabic, Italian, Japanese, German, or French?
2: Well, it's your choice because you're taking the quiz. Uh,
0: I'm going to go German because I can do that. Uh, choose a British swear word bollocks, tosser, bell end, wanker, shite, bugger. I like bollocks. I don't like bollocks. <laughs> I like the word bollocks. Uh, what's a great variation of fuck? Fuck wad, motherfucker, fuck face, fuck wit, fuck boy, fuck stick. It matters the context you're using it in. Well, I, guess, uh, I guess motherfucker, because it's used more.
2: It looks like we're going like, to do this quiz once. <laughs> <So, laughs>
0: Why well, you've got the same things. So far. Uh, what's a good alternative swearing phrase? Crap, son of a biscuit, fudge, shut the front door. No, that's ridiculously stupid, and I hate oh, when people I'm do it. So far. Uh, cheese and rice? Uh, and uh gosh darn it.
2: Well gosh darn it.
0: Uh, I'm going with uh crap because I, I say crap a lot and I'd like to talk about crap and shit and poop. 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 Speaking <laughs> of choose a foreign word for shit. merd, Epistio Lort Kaka Mierda and Scheiße. Well I've already said I like cussing in German, so Scheiße. What's harder to give up? Junk food or cursing? Cursing.
2: <laughs> junk food. I don't know. That be, that's kind of a toss up there. Can we, get,
0: can we determine your personality or your favorite curse words? You got creative. You have an expansive mind that borders on genius. You are deeply... Right, go ar- back and do it again. <laughs> you are deeply original and have a vivid imagination. You are that's never... True. What? Yeah. You are never afraid to express yourself and are truly one of a kind. You're a good person even though you use curse words a lot. Yeah, so do you want to, is there any differences that are different for you? Not really, no. Okay, so there you go. I am creative because I like to fucking cuss. So there you go. Uh, Cue pornographic music. No.
2: Nothing. I said, don't say nothing. Uh, something. No Better. <laughs> oh, we got to move that recorder, too.
0: But Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> writing on that. I'm gonna finish writing first.
2: I should have wrote it in all capitals with uh, exclamation points. It would have been COBRA! <laughs> <laughs> oh, minute. Yeah. Breaking news. Uh-oh. There is a comment from Jean on our Top Culture Architects post. Ah. Jean says she was finally able to look at her rehearsal schedule and is happy to report that she is completely open the weekend of the Horror Fest.
1: Yay!
2: Apparently Marissa's in too. <laughs> yes! Larry's still want to know if it, we mean him too. <laughs> Tori, or TJ, she says she's in. Or Teresa. Shankar says he's in. Sweet! So we'll have... Returning cast members from the Damnation Bureau, for those of you who watched that, and if you haven't, go watch it because we need the hits on YouTube. And Talon says, maybe. <laughs> well, that's that's his typical response. I don't know if I have a game that we can... Speaking
0: of games, a friend of mine that was in the hospital for a diabetic coma, and one of the few people who actually come back from this particular type of diabetic coma, and he'll be in a medical journal because of it.
2: Congratulations?
0: Uh, well, not so much congratulations for him, but... You know, well, yes, congratulations to him, he survived. Well, yes. Uh, last night was his, or yesterday, was his first day back at gaming since the incident. Because he's been in the hospital for like more than a month.
2: So he had to explain why his character disappeared for months? No,
0: they they play a new game every, almost every time, so. But, uh, yeah, so so it was cool. I got a picture of him on my phone. He's like, which is his normal look when he's waving hi or something to somebody, And it was funny. I used to work with the guy at Dave Busters, so. Even Busters. Yes. I was happy to hear that he was okay. Yay. Mystery friend. Mystery friend. Name Mark. 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 Mark, Mark, Mark. <laughs> oh, that was another one I got to see.
2: Mark, Mark, Mark?
0: No, of, of the movies that I was talking about. Marky Mark? No, the other... No, not Marky Mark. He makes movies. Yes, he does. Some of them are good. <laughs> uh, I got to see uh, uh Muppets Most Wanted. It was the last Muppet
2: movie that just came out. Yeah. How's that applied to Mark Mark Mark? Oh
1: oh Mark Mark Mark. So Alrighty.
2: Okay. All right, let's get back that to was, what we were supposed that to be was doing. Yes. Maybe a minisode. we don't know. <laughs> All right, so let's get to to, to oh, So, so why we're in Minnesota territory? To the fart of the matter. Actually, yeah. Well, I'll say that for the end of this. Okay. Because at the at the end of this, it's going to take a weird left turn, and I can tell my funny story, which isn't really all that funny, but. <laughs> so Chris sent me a, a vinyl
0: record for my record player of uh, the Cobra movie from. I guess it's the '80s, isn't it? 86 86 so oh, yes the soundtrack to Cobra the soundtrack to Cobra Cobra being played by uh, Sebastian and uh, oh, he right, played so he played something Cobretti I can't remember the guy's <clears throat> first name Marion Cobretti Marion Cobretti it's a new world order kind of movie he plays the ridiculously over the top cop uh, with a badass car and a badass couple of pistols too 1911's Pearl Grip Oh no, ivory grip with uh, cobras, duh, carved into them. Gorgeous guns. So yeah, he, I was sent this vinyl and uh, put it on, and now we're gonna listen
2: to it. No, we're gonna talk about it.
0: Well, yes. You don't exactly. I'm gonna listen to the whole thing. Yeah. So let's go. So we'll eventually get around to reviewing the
2: movie. Yeah, which, is which awesome.
0: I don't have anymore. You're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get another copy of it or right, we'll, go on YouTube and find it. I don't think you can find it on YouTube. I can. I found the trailer.
2: you got to watch more than the trailer. Not really. I've yeah. seen the movie a couple of dozen times. The movie, which you'll love, is based on the novel Fair Game. Right. By Paula Gosling. Any relation to Paul Gosling? Uh, maybe. So here's a funny thing. <laughs> There's something in the movie that's not in the book. That's weird. The thing that's in the movie that's not in the book? Marion Cobretti. Excuse me? Marion Cobretti is not in the book okay the the movie goes so far afield from the actual book it, they bought the rights to that when they were putting they're going to put a movie tie-in version out yeah that sylvester stallone wanted the book rewritten to match the movie
0: okay did that happen no okay no
2: matter of fact <laughs> the uh movie is so different from the book that the book was made again a few years later was okay. a movie fair game With uh, Cindy Crawford. I don't know if I saw that. Well, gonna miss a lot on that one either. Cindy Crawford's big screen debut. Yay? Yay. I thought you might find that interesting.
0: (laughs) She's been on big screen since.
2: Oh, speaking of
0: finding out things about movies, I don't know if you knew this or not, and you might now, Uh, Shrek was supposed to be played by Chris Farley. Mm Mm-hmm. And they have a bit now up on on the computer, on the interwebs, of him reading his part with Eddie Murphy. It's very good. Shrek would have been a completely different character. Yeah,
2: not quite so ethnic.
0: Well, even more different than that. More differenter. More -er differenter. The lines that he gives, I mean, they have a different feel to it. Yeah. So, I I was pleasantly surprised. I did not realize that Chris Farley was supposed to be Shrek.
2: Yeah, there's an unfortunate incident with that. Yeah, it's called Overdose. Yeah. it's called the cursor uh, Andy Dick. Oh, yeah. Well, he is kind of a curse. Well, he's called the Angel of Death in Hollywood. Really? Is that why nobody works with him? He's the last person to be seen with River Phoenix. Oh, nice. And Chris Farley.
0: Oh, nice.
2: Yeah. No wonder nobody wants to work
0: with him. Oh, wait. No, and, that's because he sucks as and an actor, and too. career-wise. No. He killed his own career by being a complete freak.
2: That was his career.
0: <laughs> True.
2: Although he did well on news radio.
0: Yeah. They didn't kill any careers. No, but...
2: He said, killed Phil Hartman. Yeah,
0: killed Phil Hartman. Wouldn't surprise me if he was the last person seen with Phil Hartman's wife before she went on the crazy coke binge and shot her
2: husband and then herself at her neighbor's house. Well, crazy is crazy. and There's no explanation for crazy. I don't know. Oh, well, why'd she do it? Because she's crazy. Cause she's doped on coke how crazy people do things? Because they're crazy. Mm-hmm. True.
0: All right. Which brings us back to Cobra. So let's go back to the apparently non-book-related Cobra movie.
2: Well, we're going back to the soundtrack to it. Yes. Which I I feel, I feel the movie and the soundtrack, if you really want to know what the mid-80s were like. That's this, it. This is where you go to. You know, there are movies like girls just want to have fun with all the, the 80s fashions and what whatnot. was she in that? Who? Cindy Dick?
0: Cindy Crawford.
2: No, it's um. I know she did
0: the song for it. Cindy Lauper. That's what I mean. Cindy Lauper, she not Crawford.
2: A, she did the song. Then they did a movie. Oh, okay. Movies like um, Sarah Jessica Parker and. Helen Man, that's right. That's right. And some other famous woman. <laughs> I've never seen the movie. I've seen the You've trailer. You've never seen it? I've seen the trailer, but I've never seen the movie. Oh, I've seen it. I've seen a video box. Does that count? No. Okay. I thought that was close enough.
0: No you have to sit through it.
2: No, I don't. Yeah, you do. Well, while I'm doing that, you can be sitting through Sharknado. No. Or La Ranchula. I'll sit through that. Why would you sit through Sharknado if you'd sit through La because Because
0: Sharknado's ridiculously stupid. I've sat through Sharktopus or whatever. Doesn't that
2: count? Sharktopus is cool.
0: And then I I, I, I saw... How per, per, Piranaconda? Yeah, I saw Piranaconda. <laughs> I didn't sit through the whole thing, but I flipped back and forth.
2: That's you don't really need to. No. You just need to make sure you don't miss any of the good scenes.
0: I I, I did, weirdly enough. Every time I flipped away, it was boring. I'd flip back just as the, the Piranaconda was gonna attack somebody. So I was like, hey! <laughs> I was
1: like, I got great timing.
0: I was like, hey, this movie's action packed. Every yeah, time I, I come back, they're eating somebody. I was excited. It kind of did the same thing with Lava Varantula too. I come back and the lava Rancho is doing what it does, and then there was a bunch of lava Ranchos. And then there was Steve Gutenberg and I switch away. <laughs> Steve the best part of that movie. And I'd be like, what? No, he's. I was like, just there's, there's no police academy. I'm, I'm out.
2: What? It's not three men and a little lady. Never mind. Lava Rancho is much funnier than the three men in the movies. I just wish they could have got Ted Danson to show up. That would have been cool. That would have been funny. I wouldn't hold out for Tom Selleck. Why not? I don't think he's doing much these days.
0: He does a lot of voiceover work, and he's doing a cop show, Code Blue. Is he? Yeah.
2: Wow. Yeah. Good for him.
0: Why do you say that?
2: Because I haven't seen him around much.
0: Well, he did Friends for like two seasons. Three seasons. He was a guest spot. He was on almost every episode for a while because he was what's his name? What's her name's girlfriend? Boyfriend? Whatever.
2: No, he was he was Kevin Klein's girlfriend. in and out.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: And you know, Prince has been a while. Yes, I know. But yeah, he does the show Code Blue. Cool. It's good. It's like I keep thinking Mark Harmon doesn't have a job either, but he's been on TV for like, what, 10 years now? NCIS? NCIS. Certainly, yeah. And I saw him the other day, I was watching a trailer for Beyond the Poseidon Adventure. Oh, God. And like, and Mark Harmon, I'm like, Mark Harmon, God, I hadn't seen him in years. I wonder what he's up to. And then, Oh. In a few minutes, Later, I'm sitting like, oh, he's on like a really successful TV show. Yeah, really. <laughs> he's like kind of like a career and stuff. Yeah, just because I don't watch it.
0: <laughs> okay, so let's get back to some semblance of track here. Cobra, uh, the, the the soundtrack.
2: I think these type of soundtracks very popular in the 80s. I mean, they came around in the 70s. I think they're like this great little time capsule of what modern music kind of was the year before or two years before the movie came out. Yeah, it's like as they signed the people to the contract to get their license to put them on the soundtrack, and then those people and then had those, had those people vanish. Yeah, for one reason or another. I'm looking down the list here. We have John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band, hot off their success from Eddie and the Cruisers two years previous. Yeah, we have. Uh, Miami Sound Machine.
0: Well, they were still, they were big through all the 80s, though.
2: Yeah, they were were kind of making waves there. They were going to be the next big thing. I noticed it's Miami Sound Machine and not Gloria Estefan in the Miami Sound Machine. right. We have uh, Gary Wright. That's uh, turning Japanese? No, No, Gary Wright. Cars. No. No. That's Gary Newman.
0: That's Gary Newman.
2: Gary Wright was big in the late 70s for Dreamweaver. Yeah, Dreamweaver. And he had he had a Comeback song like an eighty four. So I think the thought was that oh Gary Rice on the way back out. We'll get him. And then of course he promptly vanished again. Yeah. Except uh, too for much the coffee. Co- Go on. Except for the Cobra soundtrack, which he appears. Yeah. It's one of the better songs, I guess. There's a couple of couple of ditties from the actual score on here. Ooh. Which they always use to fill out the soundtrack when they don't have enough <laughs> licensed artists to produce a complete album right there's a bunch of people you never heard of bill medley's here does he do a medley hey no (laughs) no i guess he's doing the love theme from cobra with someone named carmen Twilly. not really a lot on here that you probably have heard before except for uh the john cafferty song it was kind of big let's see if we can get a snippet of it good timing. should have faded in though <laughs> didn't they use it for a truck commercial or something
0: too might have okay
2: oh, I know you were really into that sorry
0: actually that was the, one of the better songs I think on the, the
2: album yeah the, the, the album is, is what it is but I mean like I said it's a, a great time capsule for the, that period of time. As
0: I was listening to my record, a buddy of mine, Matt, hit me up via text. And uh, he's like- Was front of you? No, no, I was, he was like, what are you doing?
2: Like, Dude, I'm
0: listening to that now. <laughs> no, he goes, he goes, what are you doing? And I was just like, uh, sitting here at my computer listening to uh, 80s soundtrack. <laughs> and I get a really long,
1: why? <laughs>
0: It's like you know five W's and three H's and like 14 Y's I go it's for the podcast and uh, he was like I'm still doing that? No he goes goes, well what movie is it and I tell him it's Cobra and he goes why? (laughs) so yeah um, I find that when you get these kind of soundtracks they work great if the movie's playing the minute the movie stops and you just want to listen to the soundtrack, it does give you a great little time capsule of songs that should have never been made. No, no, no.
2: The John Caffrey song's good. I like the
0: John Caffrey song.
2: It's, yeah, it's the best one on the album, but the whole album,
0: I think, kind of vomits in your mouth.
2: Well, most of these songs were actually written for other things. Oh, were they? That's what they were doing in the 80s, they'd think like a, a song that was on an album, they'd Use it for the soundtrack. I know Nine and a Half Weeks did that. So we have another one. Let's see.
0: Is this The Chase?
1: No. Is this
2: the Miami Sound Machine one? No, this is called Feel the Heat. Oh, yes, Feel the Heat. Jean DeVore, something French come on this this, this, this is, is Amer- this, this is American Top 40 in 86
0: this is 80s this is like saying Ugh. there's your 80s I mean I can picture people with the the, the the loud clothes the stupid sunglasses the hair that's you know too big to fit through the door because of all the hairspray and people dancing in you know dance clubs to this crowd
1: <laughs> no,
2: I mean, just like the late seventies, I mean, going to the dance club really wasn't about. Oh, the music is so great! The music is loud. Yeah. So you're basically forced to get right up next to people to talk to them. Yeah. No one goes to the dance club for the actual music. They there's just plenty go. Plenty of people They that just, go go there for their, just go there to dance. They just go there because there's there's a rhythm going on that they can gyrate to, and they have an excuse to stand really close to other people.
0: I can do that anywhere.
2: Creepy. You can do out. that anywhere, but
0: It'll creep people out, but you know, I can
2: not do it. These were places designed for that kind of behavior. No. This one. Yeah. This is Gladys Knight and Bill Medley. Gladys Knight really I don't she had a hit in the eighties too. Um some kind of comeback hit that she did. Must have been a couple years before this movie came out. Yeah. Cause I think this song is written for Cobra.
0: Yeah, this, this this sounds like something you'd
1: see, you know, he takes his sunglasses off and, watch I really have baby. Oh. You know?
2: Pause that. Of course, not my favorite. Oh God. Let's see, I I'm used to have the ability to scroll through stuff here, but I don't have that anymore. Oh, here we are. Tear down the wall. Yeah, I'm going this forward a little bit. Oh. oh, Angel is City. yeah. Uh, uh, Robert Tepper.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Though, sitting there listening to this, I was you can definitely ju- you feeling can, 80s.
2: You can get that whole image of the whole montage there in the middle of the movie with Brigitte Nielsen doing her modeling and that creepy guy killing people. Yeah. (laughs) I want your eyes, pig. I want them. Cobra is a very underrated movie. It was a good movie. I'm surprised it's not as more popular than it became. I liked it. I always thought it was a good movie. I think it might have been the car that did it for me, but... Oh, the movie's just completely out of bounds. It's, it's far-fetched and... Doesn't, <laughs> Not really. I mean, the it's... plot doesn't really hold together well if you think about it. Yeah. But it's just a joy to watch. Mm-hmm.
0: Anything with Sylvester Stallone in it is either going to be just amazing or garbage. Let's bring Oscar out the next time. Uh, no. <laughs> oh,
2: and the, the track that's named for...
0: Uh, Cobra.
2: By the composer, Sylvester LeVay. You don't want to crave The Chase? He's the grand-nephew of Anton LeVay, I believe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why I felt like uh, killing people and eating their skin.
2: Right. I'm just letting that music absorb into the podcast. I'll try and wipe it off later.
1: Cling, cling. Cling, cling.
2: See, I told you I've seen it a lot. Yes, for those people who haven't seen it, those would be the... The axes clanking together. The axe-wielding madmen clanging their axes together.
0: Yeah. Ooh. Building suspense.
2: Yes. <laughs> oh, did you want to... The chase. Hear the chase.
0: This is so 80s. In fact, I hear this and I see Miami Vice.
2: Flear! Do you see yourself as Crockett or Tubbs? Uh, I'm usually the fat guy. I don't know. I never watched that show.
0: There's, you know, it's
2: always... Oh, I did see an episode of, Cro- uh, of just Just
0: an outside guy who just happens to be one of their sub, sub, uh, their uh, inform- inform- informants
2: or something. I did watch an episode of Crockett and Tubbs. Glenn Fry made a guest appearance on there as a, some kind of smuggler guy. Uh, a s- a smuggler, a smuggler. Smuggler. Because he had a hit song. Yes.
0: And you can I, see, I can picture, you know, Koro flipping through the tail running, trying to catch him.
1: He's the running let <laughs> oh,
2: will stop that. <laughs> <laughs> But it leads me to another little lesser-known fact about... So here goes our left turn. The Cobra soundtrack. Okay. There was another song that was supposed to be on the Cobra soundtrack, which you may know. Okay. But it didn't make it onto the Cobra soundtrack. Thank God. Or into the movie. Okay. But it did find a a Uh, movie to be in that year. Why am
0: I nervous
1: about
2: (laughs) this? Let's see how long it takes you to recognize it.
1: You got the touch! Hmm. You got
0: the power! This was supposed to be in Cobra? This was written for Cobra. This went to fit at all. Alright, yeah. oh, that's... A, <laughs> um. <laughs> so what movie was that in, did that end up being in? Transformers, the movie. Wait, the, the recent ones? No, the one in 86. So the, the, the animated?
2: Yeah. Okay. The original? Yeah. The one with not so many explosions. <laughs> Mega Blay! Explosion! Blow! Yes, this was one of the main themes of the Transformers movie. Originally written for Cobra.
0: It, I can, it, it, it works better for the cartoon.
2: <laughs> you don't think it would be good for that? I try not to think
0: at all, Chris. Haven't you noticed?
2: Yes, I know. That has an interesting background of its own. Oh, crap. Now we're taking another turn. No, 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 no. You know, it's only a soundtrack album for the Transformers. Right. And- all over the movie right originally written for cobra okay so in 1997 it was re-recorded and, then, and this other song for the uh, transformers movie this was done by an artist named stan bush by the way for those who don't know okay he uh, re-recorded the song for the botcon exclusive soundtrack cd till all are one then he submitted a different re-recorded version for the live-action transformers film it was not included in the soundtrack. He later recorded another version sub- Holy t- crap. subtitled Sam's Theme for possible inclusion in the sequel. And he added rap verses to that one. Yay. In 2010, he released a music video for the song The Touch, Sam's Theme on his YouTube channel and was included in his 2010 album Dream the Dream. Do you have that? No, there's this more. Oh, the 2007 version was released as a free downloadable track for the video game Guitar Hero World Tour. Okay. Do you have that? No, I don't have that. Oh. Anything else? The song was released as a downloadable track for Rock Band through Rock Band Network. Okay. Just in case people wanted it.
0: Just in case you wanted to play the drums. So in 2012,
2: he released another remix of the song known as The Touch, parentheses, Power Mix on iTunes, which you can get through iTunes. Wait, I don't have iTunes on my phone. Oh, yes, I do. No, I don't. And also included in the single is The Touch, parentheses, Epic Guitar Mix. Ooh. Ooh. The song's been around for a while, and apparently uh, Stan Bush is Not making to, any money well, off trying it. Trying to make a living off this one song. Um, I mean, I can understand he wanted to recapture that success that he had the first time.
0: Oh, the success he had the first time when it wasn't put
2: in the first movie? He was put in the Transformers not the not the movie it was written for? No. <laughs> so yeah, would would you recommend people run out and track down a copy of the Cobra soundtrack? No. No, not at all. You can get them through Amazon and eBay, right? probably used. Yeah.
0: No. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to make sure I buy it on vinyl brand new. I want it still in the wrap so I can hang it on the wall.
2: Okay, well, you can it throw try darts that. at it. You can try that. You have to go through eBay, I'm sure for that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're not releasing repressings of Cobra just yet. I don't think so. I don't know, though. I've seen some weird albums be repressed. We should
0: repress all the bad albums. Cue music.
1: <laughs> Wild! There you go. Another streaming reality. For the podcast. These guys are getting good. But they're still keeping it wacky. Mr. Brimley was a good singer, and I learned more about Larry than I just didn't want to know. Tell us what you think at facebook.com forward slash reality or popculturearchitects.podbean.com. Klaus would love to hear from you, and so would most of the others. Uh, but you you never know if they'll answer or not. For Chris, Larry, and Harvey, I'm Tina saying somebody get me a shot and a beer.
2: Here's the epic guitar remix. <laughs> this is that guitar. That's epic. Oh, and the other remix. <laughs> I can just play the same song. I'm not.
1: <laughs> this episode of Achieving Reality, the podcast, has been brought to you by... Scruffy and Klaus's beer garden and snacks. Uh really? Scruffy and Klaus have finally done it and opened a little beer garden and snack shop. Klaus has talked to many importers of German beers and schnapps. Scruffy has grumbled at people he knows that make the snack foods and we pulled our monies together and opened Scruffy and Klaus's beer garden and snacks. Please come and have a great time with Klaus and Scruffy. Scruffy and Klaus, beer garden and snacks, fun for the whole family, even the pets.